This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. Guess who I am? I'm Danielle. And guess who that is? I am Jamie, and Woo-hoo! we have news, people. We do have important news, news that Danielle's going to tell you about. Do, 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 do. We need that noise where, like, you know, they do like the old timey like newscaster right? stuff. We need that going on. Um, so we were um, notified by Louie in this at the station that they were going to be moving our show from Wednesdays at one to Fridays at ten a.m. People, I know we just keep moving on up. Apparently, it's a good spot. It follows the morning show. Um, we're pretty excited about it. So those of you who do listen every Wednesday religiously on the WMLD, we will not be there this week. We will be there on Friday at 10 a.m. I know. I think there's going to be some people that are going to go, where are you? You guys aren't even being played. What's going on? Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we're going to be moved to um to Friday at 10. So we're very excited about that. It's like we're, we're so class. Like we're just so close to getting like that morning morning show type thing going and i think we would really be able to do it so keep that in mind louie i don't know who's doing your morning show now but they don't have our pizzazz i feel like <clears throat> in our language i feel like the morning show <laughs> when you say that i'm like you know revis and regis and kelly like that's the kind of morning show when you say morning show i i picture when we are more late night i really feel like we're more like the howard stern Right, we are more late night. Like we talk about things like pussies and 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 people sticking their dicks in donkeys and <laughs> things like that. Well, I guess we can't really say not really Howard Stern. Howard Stern does some really like wacky stuff, but he's always in the morning. He's not late night. He is in the morning, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's in the morning. So I'm like, you know what? If he can do it, he's, so can he's, we. he's kicked the damn doors wide open to the hallways of fuckery first thing in the morning. I really believe that there is a um, a market for us, and I think we should just hang in there. I'm I'm hanging with you, girl. And can I just do a shout out to my aunt Kate and her friends? My aunt Kate was like, "You can never get so busy that you don't do your show anymore." I can't wait to meet Aunt Kate in person. Yeah. Oh, she's fun. She's a good time. You're gonna see her at the um the big party I'm gonna have soon. <laughs> Oh, are we not talking about the big party? No, I haven't really talked about it yet. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm getting married. We, I'm the flower girl. Yeah, I'm getting married. I haven't actually talked about it yet. Um, we'll talk about it afterwards, probably. Yes, yes, we yeah. will talk about it afterwards when we talk about the party and the wonderful things that happened. Yeah, you know, yeah, all those times. But you'll meet Aunt Kate then at that time. So. Um, but yeah, like we have lots of good fun stuff coming up and, um, Aunt Kate and her friends, they listen all the time. She was like, you absolutely cannot not like ever do your show. She was like, you're just so busy. How you have time? I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I hope it's going to be all right. She was like, you just have to make time. And I was like, okay, I promise I will. Well, we're going to start because I got a new job. So we're probably going to have to start doing it on like Saturdays and Sundays. We'll have yeah. to record then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we will have to figure it out, too, because I know in July I start school again, too. Right. So in addition to <laughs> working full time, having four kids, I'm going to be going to school and I'm in the middle. It's just it's an insane asylum, but we're going to figure it out. Um, but yeah. So anyway, the good news is, is that we're moving on up. 
um, to be able to go on Friday mornings at 10 o'clock, like right at like the lead in right after the morning show, it's just like one step away from the morning show. And I feel like if we just hang in there, eventually we're going to wear these people down. It's not going to be by all our good works. It's just we're going to wear them down with sheer longevity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're too busy to really fuck with this outside of that. But, I mean, we're just going to stick around and just keep submitting our shows. And then we're eventually... We're giving like, it to you the best we can, people. Yeah, somebody give them a show. So, um, and in the meantime, we've got a whole bunch of good stuff coming up. So, our friend Lori has, have, has her birthday this week. I, yes, she does. So we it want to say happy birthday to her. Your birthday. Yes. Lori's birthday. My friend Jen's birthday. This week? Hers is the 20th. Oh, well, and Beth Ann's birthday was yesterday. And Beth was yesterday, and then Sally's mm-hmm. is the 26th. I love me a fucking Gemini. <laughs> you got where you're surrounded by us. I love me a Gemini, apparently, because all my besties are just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, um, I don't know, I mean, I guess just like this weekend we're going to have people over and I know that you're trying to do something for Lori on Thursday yeah. and um, I'm, I'm not sure that I'll actually end up seeing her Thursday, but I was like, we could do like, have a drink together this weekend or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's coming she's over. She's coming over. We're coming together. Yeah, so I was saying she's coming over. I'm like, we're going to celebrate together. I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. And happy birthday to um, Beth. She had a really cute birthday party. Oh, by the way, I need to talk about something. I'm so offended. About what? I'm so offended. So apparently you can get a deep end in an above ground pool. Yeah. I never knew such a thing. Don't you have a deep end? No. Ah. Uh-uh. So, my friend Beth has a friend named Christina. Right. And Christina threw her, like, a little thing in her house so everybody could go swimming and things like that, right? So, Beth has, like, it's so funny. Beth has, like, these, like, factions of, like, friends because she's so, like. Yeah, Paco's she, the same way. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, exactly. You got, like, your, uh, what are you, rich white friends? White we friends. have the rich white friends that we yes. went to North Carolina with. Right. We have the pool friends. We have the truck plug friends. Mm. And we have, like, our collective circle. Right. So, Beth is similar in that she has these factions of friends, right? Well, this one faction off to the side, right? <laughs> I don't want to say is led by Christina, but um, she has a house and she went and got a pool. Actually, from the same place I got a pool. And thankfully, because of her, she's the one who kind of, like, you know, helped me through this whole thing. But she got, like, a round pool. And when they were digging it out... And she had the best story. She told me how this figured, she figured it out. When they were digging it out, she just said, can you dig it like, you know, a little more right there? And he was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And they just put the liner in it. It's no big deal. And then you have like a freaking, you know, deep end. She's got a round pool. And on the, like, if you're looking at the pool from her deck to like the left back, there's like a deep area. And her pool's really big for a round pool. It's humongous. Right. And so like on this one side, it's like seven and a half feet deep. Fuck. It's fantastic. And so, of course, Beth is, like, chasing me around the pool, trying to, like, dunk me in. And I'm, like, running from her around this pool. <laughs> and I'm, like, Danielle doesn't run. Okay? Let's go. Let's start there right now. Speaking of it, my wedding dress, like, barely even zips up. That's how little Danielle runs. And really needs to be running. So, she's, like, chasing me around the pool. And she's, like, I'm going to dunk you. I'm going to dunk you. But it, she's got this damn deep end. And when we got to the deep end, I couldn't run no more in the water because then I had to start swimming and I was so out of breath. I was like, this is wrong. But anyway, so I guess I was like, I never knew you could do such a thing. And apparently last year, and I think we mentioned it or we heard of it or something, but 
was actually a sad story. There was this family in Jersey who yeah, died. I, I did that story that died. Oh, did you? They drowned they in the know pool. How to swim. Yeah, well, come to find out, it's because they had a similar thing. They had a deep end in an above ground pool. Right. And even and Christina's like reading this awful story, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "How do they get a deep end in an above ground pool anyway? Like, how does that happen?" And she's like, "That's how I got. That's how I figured out I could get a deep end." In my above ground pool because these poor like people died in the pool. Looking at a picture of the pool, going, "How the fuck is there a deep end?" Yeah, like she was like, "I never knew that you could do that, but apparently you can." And not enough people asked for it, and now I feel really upset about it. And I'm like, "All the shit I just went through, I could have dug a little bit more, and I could have had a fucking deep end." Right. I'm like, "You motherfuckers, you need to come back out here, at least dig me a goddamn hole, I and put can, the thing back in." But I can now go all over your pool because if there's a deep end, I have to stay in the shallow end because I'm not a strong swimmer and I'm super short. Okay, well, I have, like, a long pool at this point. You'll be fine. <laughs> but I was just, like, really upset. But anyway, I thought that was really interesting. But she has, like, such an interesting story. She was like, well, it was, like, a really sad story. Like, how did these poor people pass away? And then she's like, oh, you can get a deep end in an above-ground pool? Check, check. And then she had them do it. She was like, that's where I got the idea from. She was like, it's awful. I can't even believe I'm telling you the story. And I'm like, well, like, you know, we all get our information in different ways. And she's like such a hoot. But anyway, we had a great time there this weekend. And now I really want them to come dig up my gosh darn pole and put a deep end in. Really makes me mad that I didn't get one. Right, because you I feel think offended. they would have thrown that in for fucking free with the hell you've been through. I'm like, I spent an extra $1,700 on excavation above what I was already paying and you didn't bother to tell me, well, here, in this little area over here, I can, like, dig it out a little bit more. I mean, for another, like, couple hundred bucks, I might as well. I'm like, the whole point of, like, that pool became infinitely better because there was a deep end in it. I can't explain why. I guess it was, like, because then you feel like you're, like, in an in-ground pool. You yeah, know, does where, your mom have a deep end? Yeah, my mom has, like, an in-ground pool with a deep end. And then, like, but you go to her house and she's got this big-ass above-ground pool. And, like, you go to this one spot and you really can't touch the bottom. It's, like, seven and a half feet deep. Yeah, and it's, like, in this one spot. It's, like, really neat. But anyway, so <laughs> going back to You Love a Gemini, this yes. is a really great, lead, like, lead-in for me on this one story that I have because I'm looking at this thing going, this can't be real. It this cannot be real. I'm so pissed off about this. I just, I think it has to be, like, a satire site. What's it called? It's called thehardtimes.net. I don't know. We'll have to Google and see. Yeah, because so I'm like, it's got to be So this may or may not satire. be factual, people. But either way, this is what <laughs> I saw this and I was like, I'm saving. So this is on June 8th and the story's by Rob Steinberg from thehardtimes.net. And it is, I'm choosing to have a premature birth because there's no way I'm raising a Libra. Katie's a Libra. Libra are so fucking easy. As a Capricorn. There are a few Jesus. things I can't stand as much as Libras. They are emotionally detached, self-pitying pacifists. The stars have chosen to make our personalities just not line up. When my doctor told me my next expecting child was due in Libra season, I panicked. If my child grows up a Libra, that would entail an indecisive life. There's no way I'm paying for multiple years of college just because they can't decide on a major. See, this is what I'm saying. This doesn't even sound right. This sounds very much know. like a world news daily report. There are people report. out there that are like this. So it's, I don't know. There is, but it's also kind of like, it sounds world news daily report-ish. Right. I'm like, it has to be a satire site. But anyway, <laughs> if I could, I'd keep my newest baby inside of me for an extra few weeks until they come at a Scorpio. A real one, of course. None of that cusp bullshit. 
Scorpios and I have a long history of getting along. Supposedly, you can keep babies from birthing that long. So I've decided to do the next best thing. Give my child a premature birth. My doctor advised against it, which is such a tourist thing for her to say. However, unlike a Libra, I actually fight for what I want, and that's to avoid turning my child into one of those emotionally unavailable narcissists. Oh, my. I know. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. I have, been, <laughs> I have since been looking into internet forums for any answers. The forums have given me great induced labor tips, such as exercises, eating spicy foods, even just taking bumpy car rides, in case it helps jostle them out. Girl, girl, you try all that because no doctor is going to deliver your baby prematurely because you have to worry about things like, I don't know, lung development. Yeah. And you can try all those things all you want, but until that baby is ready to come out, it's not coming out. You know what? When I was pregnant with both of these babies at the very end, I was done. Like most women are, I was done. And unlike some other women who run around. Carrie did castor oil. I did castor oil. So I was going to say I did castor oil. And all it did was make me shit my pants. I didn't even, nothing ever happened. I didn't even so much as break a water, break a sweat. But I did right. break my asshole. That's the only thing that happened with castor oil. Right. Katie was a week late. And the only reason that I had her when I had her is because she had a dry spot in the sack. Like there wasn't like quite like enough fluid. Right. And that they induced me. Mm. But if they were to induce me, Katie probably would have stayed in there for another two the fuck weeks. <laughs> That's because she's a goddamn Libra apparently. Because she's a goddamn Libra. Yeah, apparently according to, you know, this. Look, y'all can bitch all you want, but let me tell you about my Libra daughter. She was the easiest fucking kid ever. She never gave me no shit. Except no for them, problem, like, except that was like, like two months there. There was for like two second. months when she was 17 that she was like a twat waffle. Other than that, <laughs> She was easy, peasy, lemon, fucking squeezy. Right. <laughs> it says, this is my first baby and I want nothing to go wrong. I love my baby and I can't think of a worse way to start out one's life than knowing that you are fated to a, let's get along with everybody, outlook. I only have a few months left before time's up, so I need to hurry. If any of you readers have suggestions for how to rush a birth, please email me and let me know. We're getting closer and closer Libra season and all these dune buggy rides aren't doing the trick. I'm telling you, you know this what? You know what our solution is? Please give that baby up for adoption because you're not fit to be a parent. It's, it's, I'm telling you it's satire. It's gotta be satire. It is absolutely 125% satire because that was the most ridiculous fucking thing I ever read in my life. And you can just tell it was stupidity. Like it was, it was made up. It was like a World News Daily Report. Oh, So, I'm sore. <laughs> I'm sore as fuck. So I got this magnet and we've been doing this magnet fishing thing. And I think we've talked about it. Did we talk about how I got the magnet? Yeah. Mother's Day? Mm -hmm. So I, I haven't been in a couple weeks with Jason and Jason is like my magnet fishing buddy. And he's so excited about your wedding. He's so excited. Is he? He's like, I can't wait. Yeah. He was like, whatever. But we were talking about that today. He's super, super stoked. He was like, I can't wait either. I told my uncle he's, he's that like, we're having karaoke. He was like, oh my God, that's going to be great. He's like, why don't I just come with you and podcast with you? And I'm like, no, Jason. No, we, we don't no, need. No, his humor is. Your humor weird. is not what our listeners need right now. So no, thanks no, no. for the offer. Um, But we're going to go ahead and pass on that. <laughs> he's definitely got an interesting sense of humor. So, and, um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we went to... um. <laughs> we went to Battery Park today, which is this historic park in Newcastle. And it's beautiful, but there's road construction all over Newcastle. So we had to park, yeah. like, 
by that church in Old Newcastle mm-hmm. and walked to Battery Park. Okay. We couldn't find my car on the way back. Oh my god. We were lost on the way back. Then we get in the car and I'm like, I really want to be able to drop my magnet into Cooch's Bridge. But Cooch's Bridge is like super protected. Like, you're not allowed to like go in there without like scheduling a visit or anything coochie's bridge i don't know what they got in that house or that in that land but coochie's bridge is like locked down the one you drive over yes but there's a there's a house that i think is a museum and then there's a creek but in that creek is all this historical stuff because they have battles and shit so i want to get in there and see if i can pull up like musket balls and shit oh okay with your magnet okay got it got it got it got it Mm -hmm. so I'm like, I don't know, Jason. I was like, we tried to get in there. They weren't let, it, it wasn't happening. So I right. was like, all right, let's just go to Iron Hill. I know that they have water, but we went, when we got to the water, it was really, you know, just a little trickle of water. There wasn't anything to really put them out. Oh, there wasn't in. anything like in there? Right. So we see that there's a pond. Okay. There's a pond somewhere in Iron, Iron Hill Park. And it's called Iron Hill Park. So you've got to have some type of iron in there, I'm guessing. Well, I think, like, the whole mountain is, like, iron or something, right? It has iron in it. Well, they, they have a little science center there, which is super cool, where you can buy, like, geodes. And they, Do they? Yeah, and they also have, you know, you should take Aiden. Um, I was just about to say. I was like, also, I would take him. There's, there's a science center, and right next to that is, like, a little um, natural history museum, mm-hmm. where it has, like, the owl pods you can buy and dissect. And it's oh. got, like, in the lobby, you walk in, and there's just a bunch of what looks like regular rocks. Right. But... These are rocks that naturally occur in our area, and if you turn off the lights, they glow. And they glow different colors. They glow purple, orange, oh, that yellow, fun. green. And it's real cheap. It's like $6 to go. To go in? To go in. Okay. So me and Katie went there a couple times. So it's a, so we go past there, and, and we go, and Jason's like, well, look, here's the map. We got to go here, here, and here. Right. So we go, and we walk a three-mile loop, and next thing you know, we're back at the car. And I'm like, Jason, I didn't see a fucking pond. So then he looks at the map again, and we're parked here, and we went this way. We we went north. Boom. All we had to do was go whoop, and it was like a quarter of a mile that way. So you're supposed to go east or some shit? I don't know. I'm no you're good. You're like, I don't fucking know. I'm no good with directions like that. But we ended up working, walking like a three-hour, three-mile walk, and then there, we splashed some people in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> We're passing people in the woods, and Jason's carrying a giant bucket with a grappling hook and and a magnet in it. (laughs) (laughs) So we run across the guy, and I'm like, excuse me, sir, do you know where the pond is? And he's all paranoid because he's smoking a big old fatty. Is he? Yeah, he's like, um, um, I don't know where a pond is. And I'm like, dude, it's okay that you're smoking that. Like, I'm not offended. Like... I'm not Popo. Right. I'm just, we're just trying to throw my magnet in some fucking water, dude. <laughs> like, help. Help us. Like, where's your pong? Maybe I can throw it in that. Like, Oh my God, that's so funny. We were just looking for some water. But anyway, he, he walked by. Oh and then God. We saw, then we saw another guy all creepy looking with just like a backpack and sunglasses. And he was just like, I guess he was hiking, but he looked creepy. Right. And he scared the piss out of me because I was like, why is that guy following us? <laughs> He was not following us. He was not following us no. at all. He was not following us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we shit. ended up walking like three freaking miles, and I'm in sandals, by the way, and not even like Birkenstock or anything. Like 
Not even good ones. They're like the little, like, you know, Greek sandals. It's like basically like a piece of leather between my toes holding this sole on. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. Oh, shit. My God. So Jason is like, you're going to have a job soon and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I have a job now. The only reason we're magnet fishing is because Kathy was like, go home because the power went out. Oh, is that all it was? Right. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't going to. I was going to go home and, I don't know, do something. But I was like, let's go magnet fishing because I already had the magnet in my car. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So I'm going on Monday with him to, and hopefully Sally, she's going to try and get off. Um, we're going to go to Dover. I'm going to go get fingerprinted for the new job. And then we're going to go to Cape Henlopen because Cape Henlopen is where they're pulling crazy shit out of the water, including guns. That's what you were telling me, that they do that. Yeah, Jason is very excited. He's like, we're going to get guns. I said, if we pull a gun out, we have to call the police. Like, and he's like, why? And I was like, because what if that gun is the missing link to solving a cold case? Like, I'm going to need you to watch more ID Discovery, Jason. Oh my God, look, so... (laughs) <laughs> I uh, follow this woman who does rescues for dogs uh-huh. and she works in an animal place. And I don't know if you notice, I know this is like really quick off topic, but um, you know, people have been posting things. Don't let your dogs eat too many cicadas. Cause it like, you know, can hiccup hurt is, their hiccup is like the shells can hurt them. But yeah. the actual cicadas is fine. And hiccup is on a strict cicada diet at the moment. <laughs> Here's like, stop eating the bugs. You keep throwing them up. Oh my God. Well, look, they had to bring this dog in because the dog got sick. And you can see the cicadas in the belly on the, <laughs> there's an oh x-ray. Oh my God. Yes. Cicadas. I'm like, and you them. can see them. You can see like their wings and stuff. It's and it's like so funny. Like, and it's an x-ray of the dog. <laughs> and she said, tell me your rescue dog ate 30 cicadas without telling me. Yeah, <laughs> they called him a musical treat. So, right, go ahead. <laughs> so we were over at Kira's house on Sunday. Me, Morgan, and Lori, uh-huh. and we were going swimming because you know it was hot and more. Yeah, than, it it was hot until we got into the fucking pool, and then it was overcast and cold. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, that's kind of what happened this weekend too. Right. So it was Sunday, and we're outside, and Hiccup comes out, and Hiccup wants to be on your lap. He's 60 pounds, but he wants to be on your lap constantly. Oh, God, is he 60 pounds? He's a big boy. I done got my daughter, my sister, not only is he, like, an asshole because he's from the hood, like, now he's from the hood, he wants to be a lap dog, and his main source of protein are, is apparently cicadas. Cicadas? Oh, my God. So, he eats the cicada, and Lori, like, shoves her hand down this dog's throat trying to get the cicada out. It was too late. It was gone. Oh, my God. But, yeah, we went swimming and, and Hiccup was out chasing the cicadas and eating them. Oh. And Kira's like, stop it. You're being an asshole. Stop <laughs> eating all of the cicadas. <laughs> and I'll be like, you're such a good boy. He's a good boy. And she's like, stop lying to him. <laughs> He's a dick. And this is the dog you got for her. Yeah. She's you got like, her Hiccup. She said, you sent me two pictures of two boy do- separate boy dogs. And one looked all sweet with its little head cocked to the side. And she was like, and the other one looked like it was getting ready to drop the hottest gangster rap album of the year. And you were like, uh, yep, that's the one I'm going to give her. Oh, my God. Like, she's had it with that dog. She loves it. She's not willing to give him up. But, yeah. Oh, of course not. And we have to keep the stairs up to the pool. Because you've been to Kira's house. Yeah. So we have to walk up in, onto the deck up a set of stairs to get into the pool. Okay. And we have to keep the pool steps up now when Hiccup's out because he thinks everybody in that pool is drowning. 
Oh my god, does he really? Does he like, jump in? He he stands and he tries to get, like, if you're floating, he'll try to get on the float with you. Like, he does, he wants to be in the pool, but he doesn't want to be in the pool. Oh, okay. So he wants to be on top of you while you're floating. Oh my god. But we put him in the pool and he doesn't like it. So, But if there's people in that pool, he wants to be a part of it. You know what? Lainey's kind of like that when we're just out doing anything. Um, she wants to be with us too and... Uh, we actually had, like, a, a thing with her this past weekend. She must have got, like, her first ever UTI, and it scared the living crap out of me. And she ended up peeing on the floor for, like, no reason. And they're like, Lainey just peed on the floor, and there's blood in it. So, of course, I'm, like, freaking out. I'm trying to take her to a vet. Right. And there was, like, a, there used to be a 24-hour vet, like, right up the street, and they closed. And they're like, go to Blue Pearl. Then you call Blue Pearl, and they're like, that was a five-hour wait. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, by the time you see me and or see us and the dog, it's going to be 3 in the morning. Right. And then by the time we get out, I might as well just wait another couple of hours. You know what I mean? And then just go to my own vet. And that's what I did. Right. They, they put her on meds and it cleared the blood up like right away. I was like really but surprised. But now she's walking around here in a diaper. Well, I put her in a damn diaper because I don't know if she still has an issue or not because she still wants to pee on the floor. And I'm not doing this with her. So what I do is I keep her in a diaper and then I put her little ass outside and she goes potty. And she's been on, like, meds for a couple days now. And right. she still has these moments now. And I'm like, uh, no, this isn't what we're doing. I don't know if it's like, you know with cats? Yeah. Like, they pee one time outside their litter box and they decide that's a good thing. Yeah, well, I'm afraid Lainey's like, doing that. I don't so. think that's it. I think she's just have she has a urinary tract infection. And even though she's on antibiotics, it takes a while for this to clear up. Well, I mean, she said by Monday she should be better, which is today. Oh. So I kept her like, you know, I let her out like multiple times a day and she's been on her medicine and everything else. And, um, I actually, I don't know if anybody saw this too, but on the internet, there was like a thing going around from a vet and it was saying not to give your dog, um, grain free diet. Um, I would suggest it was like a couple different things, like a couple different, um, brands, brands, including Purina was the last one. So I changed Lainey's diet to Purina Pro Plan. Uh Uh-huh. Just to see if it'd make any difference in her licking. And she is like all but stopped licking. Nice. I swear to God. I'm like, are you fucking telling me it's been her goddamn grain-free diet that's been making her lick? I mean, and so I told the doctor this weekend. I took her on Saturday and, you know, to for the urinary tract infection. And she said, well, have you done anything different? And I said, yeah, because she did lose six pounds, which was very scary for a dog because we got to, like, keep an eye on her. And I was like, well, I just changed her over to Purina because I saw this thing on the internet and I was wondering if it would change. And she was like, good, don't put her back on a grain-free diet. Don't ever do that with her again. Like, unless there's, like, a real specific reason for it. And um, I'm like, okay, so you guys, I actually talked to my vet and she said I was absolutely right. And Purina is one of the ones that they think are fine to use. So, I don't know, but we'll see. And she is not licking. Well, that's good because that's, like, your, like... Look, has she licked? She has not no. licked ever. And we're always like, I'm having to stop her from licking. She's messed with her toes a couple times. But now that I put her on the Apoquel with the Jaya change, uh-huh. she has not licked. So I'm telling you what, grain-free diets are a no-go unless your vet told you to put them on it. It's right. not like us where we're like trying not to fucking eat bread. Right. Anyway, so I like took off on a whole moment. But she is doing a little better. And I'm hoping I can take her little diapy off soon. I hope so too. Yeah, she's my baby. You know that. I love right. her so much. So, not all heroes wear capes. That's mm-hmm. how I'm going to segue into that one. Okay. So, um, there was apparently a serial killer, which as enthralled as I am with murder, I figured I would hear about it. But yeah. But apparently I did not until I read this article. So, this is from um, the New York Post, and it was on June 6th. And, oh, I'm sorry, it was June 10th. 
And it says, accused serial killer busted after Rite Aid cashier slips a GPS in his bag. Oh, my God. So it says, a man linked to at least six slayings, including the... Hold on. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. Okay. Including the slaying of a Dunkin' Donuts manager has been busted thanks to a Rite Aid cashier who's tossed a GPS tracker in a bag of cash he allegedly grabbed during an armed robbery in Delaware, police said. Keith Gibson, 39, was tracked down by officers on Tuesday morning about a block away from the drugstore where he allegedly pistol-whipped the cashier in Wilmington. News station KWT, KYW, KYW, News Radio, Radio 1060. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> they reported it. Right, okay. Police said that the clerk put the GPS tractor in the, tracker in the bag of cash before handing it over to him. He was discovered wearing a bulletproof vest what? with a loaded firearm and a knife oh my gosh uh. yes. in addition to the armed robbery gibson is being investigated in at least six homicides including the recent killing of the dunkin donuts manager christine lugo in philadelphia oh, police wow. said the gunman took took about three hundred dollars and fatally shot the mother of two in the head about five thirty a.m saturday saturday when she was opening the store for business Gibson is also probed in the death of his 54-year-old mother, Christine, who was found shot to death at her workplace in February, and the slaying of a Metro PCS cell phone store manager in Ellesmere, which is also in Delaware, in May. Oh my god! This is all around here! How did we not know? How did we miss this? So police said he's also a person of interest in the slaying of two men who were found gunned down at a North Philadelphia store in January, as well as a fatal street robbery of a man in Delaware early Sunday. Oh my God! Philadelphia Chief Inspector Frank Venor said Gibson has been paroled last year after serving his time for a previous murder in Delaware. He's also suspected of committing two armed robberies in the state before he was busted. Busted on Tuesday, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported. Investigators Wednesday were working to link the crimes by performing ballistic tests on the on the three fifty seven revolver believed to have been used in the slaying. The police said. Mm. It says all of this, um, all of this is very active. Um, a spokeswoman for the Philadelphia District Attorney Office said the arrest warrant charging Gibson and Lugo slaying was approved Wednesday. With additional charges and other incidents likely, um, they're going to charge him with them too. Police in Philadelphia pre- previously probed him and in his mother's slaying, ultimately detaining him because the mother's neighbor spotted him in the city which violated his parole. Oh, At that okay. point, we could not link him to the murder, though. Gibson was released from prison last June, but had had to serve six months at a community correction center and then violated his probation by fighting with other offenders and received an additional six months in custody and 18 months of probation upon his release. Delaware Department of Corrections spokesman said, Jason Miller said, why are we letting these fucking people out like keep Ugh. let the poor people that are in there for dealing pot out and prostitutes out i know and right keep these fucking repeat offenders in i just oh my god that's just insane to me right to think that this all was happening here and we didn't, we know, didn't anything even know about, about it. it it says he has now been charged with robbery and the felony counts in wilmington where he was ordered and held on three hundred and five thousand dollar cash only bail at this t- at this time our investigation remains ongoing and we are not able to release further information Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, somebody in Wilmington at a Rite Aid was like, fuck you, you can't have my money, here's a GPS tracker. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't that something? Like, I mean, I just... How do we not know? I don't know. I'm like, how did none of this happen? Like, I don't... And wait a second. Did you say... I just want to make sure because I'm, like, listening to you. How did they know to put the GPS tracker in there? He, I guess, um, it's like a bank. About, like, bank have the, um, the dive. Ooh, shit. Sorry. The dive bombs that they put in when people rob them so the money explodes. Uh-huh. Well, apparently you can get, like, a GPS tracker to throw in with it. Oh, okay. Because I was trying to think. It's like, probably, how that like, a security thing. Yeah, I'm assuming so. But, but while he was robbing them and the guy was getting the cash, they must keep it in the register and... Oh he my tossed God. it in. But he probably mm-hmm. saved like so many other people from being murdered. Because this uh, yeah. guy apparently this guy gave zero fucks. He Uh-oh. was just that killing his mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, there was speaking of like bad people, so this was like nuts. Alright, so Kellyanne Conway used to be like an advisor or something to Trump. Right. Right? And we've seen her many times, blonde, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know pretty woman i mean whatever it might be or whatever you know she is obviously she was right right for that job right but not as a mom no apparently apparently not so apparently her daughter is claudia conway okay and she uses tiktok to post videos of her mom like physically and verbally abusing her and i went through this because it was from the daily dot and this is back in January, and for right. whatever reason, it just made rounds, and I just saw it. But the the daughter's 16 years old. Right. And she had posted these clips, and now all the videos are private. They're not in that anymore, which is wild. But, like, I already saw them. When right. I first saw this, it wasn't yet. Um, and they did, like, a couple clips. And, I mean, she really does smack the living shit out of her in the video. And it's like, she almost sounds like she's drunk. Uh-huh. Like, she sounds like a drunk that doesn't give a shit. Right. Oh, you want to tell your fucking friends on me? You want your fucking friends to know? Blah, 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 blah. You know, smack, smack. Smacks her in the face. And the daughter's like, stop, stop. Like, she does that. Stop. You know what I mean? And then, the and like, Kelly Ann's just like, you know, blah, 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 running her mouth at her. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, holy shit on a shingle. What in the hell is happening over there? And so they did, like, a whole thing on it. And it says the 16-year-old daughter of former Trump counselor Kellyanne Conway she approved of her abusive living situation on TikTok yesterday. The interactions she revealed were so bad that they began triggering other survivors of abuse. Two videos shared within hours of each other compiled dozens of clips revealing an abusive and unwelcoming home. The first, titled A COVID Recap with Kelly, offers fleeting glimpses of Conway's life while quarantining with her mother, who tested positive for COVID-19 in early October after attending Trump's Supreme Court nominee announcement and gave the virus to her daughter. Nobody can help that, though. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? By the time you realize you had COVID, you'd already pissed at everybody else. So the videos are difficult to watch. The first video shows numerous clips of Kellyanne verbally abusing her then 15-year-old child, calling her an asshole, bitch, and dumbass. On several occasions, you can be heard. she can be heard screaming, fuck you, at Claudia. And at one point, she tells her, you're lucky your mom's pro-life. I mean, she would have aborted her. Oh, shit. Uh, you can hear it all. What? Kind I listen to it. Person is well, this woman? it's crazy because I just got this like a week ago, and the videos that are in like the little bullets now, they say that this video is private. But like a week ago, this came across, you know, because we just did this. Right. You know, we did our last show, and this came up right after we did the last show. And I was like, oh my god! And I was listening to them all. I could hear everything she was doing, and now they're private. And I'm like, kind of wondering why it's private now. I wonder. Maybe, maybe I'm following her. Let's see. 
I don't know. It says the second clip is similarly disturbing. Kelly and Mox Claudia verbally degrades her and appears to physically strike her on several occasions, which is the one that I saw. Right. And she's like, stop, stop, mom, stop, stop. Like she does that to her. Claudia's two videos have cumulatively earned millions of views in less than a day and received a slew of sympathetic comments. Survivors of abuse warned of triggering moments within the TikToks, within the TikToks and wondered why Child Protective Services had not yet visited the Conways. It turns out they have. In several follow-up TikToks and comment replies, Claudia revealed that her family has, in fact, met with CPS. She even calls out the CPS officer that visited by name, Pierre from Child Protective Services. If you're watching this, you failed me. As other survivors of abuse noted, CPS calls ahead to a family, uh, to a to the family and lets them know that they're coming. Like right. abusive parents won't prep you for that. One pointed out, and it's so interesting because. I had something like, I don't know. It's like hard to explain without trying to explain it because I don't really want to put it out there. But like there was somebody that we know that went through something similar and they did call her first before they came. And it's like, okay, why would you call them first to let them know you're coming? The whole point of you coming is to see what may or may not be going on before you get there. So anyway, um, it says in a comment on one of her videos, Claudia confirmed that her parents... Put on a whole show. So is it both her parents or just the mother? She said her parents. In another follow up, Claudia told viewers she wasn't trying to hate on my mom. I just think that it's important to tell my side of the story and my experience, she said. She explained that the media, particularly outlets sympathetic to her mother, point her paint her as a rebellious teenager who is manipulative, petty, and vengeful, even though she is a literal child. Yeah, I don't know, man. Teenagers are fucked up. They say some really fucked up shit. Yeah, but... Not that it's okay, but... You know what I mean? It. Not that I'm saying that she's like, you know... How I want to put it? Not that I'm saying I don't believe that she has her moments because teenagers do. Right. That doesn't mean it's okay for her mother to do the things that she was doing because, frankly, she sounds like a drunk. Like, you ever been around somebody that's a drunk and just gets mean and says nasty as shit and then they're like... When they're, like, sober and out for the world. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, they're almost like this covert narcissist kind of person. Right. Like, hiding that they have something and then they're at home and they act like a monster. It's almost like what it reminded me of. I'm not saying that that's how it is. But I watched that happen. Like, her videos, I watched them happen. And they were unprovoked. So, I don't really know. I mean, I'm sure the daughter has done some stuff. There's like, you know what I mean? I'm sure that she's been a normal 16-year-old and she's probably a little smart-ass. But nothing should be that fucking extreme. I mean, she literally wasn't doing anything but sitting in her bed. And her mom was just yelling, yelling, yelling at her. And all of a sudden, she just smacked the shit out of her like twice. Mm. On video. So, I'm like, I watched her do it. And I'm like, she wasn't doing anything to provoke her at that point. So, it was like... To me, that doesn't, it's like, I understand, like, when your teenager's, like, giving you a whole bunch of lip and they're being disrespectful, they're in your face, jumping in your face. Sometimes you gotta smack them down, it's just what happens. I don't know. Right. I won't let a teenager jump in my face. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not gonna let that happen to me. You're not gonna disrespect me and my home that way. But um, this seemed very unprovoked and it seemed icky. And I was like, you know what? I think our tens of listeners, (laughs) our tens of listeners should know um, you know, kind of what was going on over there. It was very disappointing and it was also disturbing. So I'm hoping however this turns out, I hope everybody in that family gets the help that they need. But I thought I'd shine a little light on that. It was definitely very disturbing. Hmm. What, what you looking at? Um, some law and crime that just popped up on my phone. I was trying to, um, 
get an article and it says, former GOP state rep who once said people disappear down here was found shot and dead. Uh, shot and killed in the same house where his sister-in-law died. What? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but anyway. So, um, this is from the Dadist. The Dadist. The Dadist.com. And it's from Jessica Lawrence, and it was from May 12th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is 45 examples of quotation mark nice girls, the female equivalent to toxic nice guys. So these are the those women, like, remember how we used to talk about the guys on the, when you, that would be like in your inbox? Oh, God. And the you were like, well, you know, I'm not interested. They were like, well, whatever, you're fat. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're super nice until you're not, you know, you don't give them the time of day and then they turn into dicks. Yes, I had such a hard time with that. I know people are going to end up listening to that show when they're like, you're so stuck up your ass. No, I was devastated. I was completely devastated, having a horrible time. So, and it was not a good time for me. So, this is um, what it says it says, every woman who has interacted with a man has probably had a nice guy in her messages or DMs. Toxic nice guys will usually pretend to be nice and expect a reward for it. And sometimes they'll get annoyed or angry when things don't go their way. People might think this is just a male thing, but surprise, women do it too. Here are 40 incidents of nice girls. We're not going to do all 40. <laughs> but here's one. And it says, um, it just says no at the uh, top of it, like from the guy. And it says, Fat girls like me just can't get a break. I know I'm fat and ugly, but why do guys always have to judge everything from the outside? That's why you don't like me, right? Because I'm fat and ugly. <gasps> yes. Um, so, oh, wait. Oh, she's being toxic nice. Yeah. Now I get it. Like, she's she's trying to be like, oh. Oh, so he will so be like, you're not said, fat and ugly. I'm just not. Right. Either. Well, he said no to her. And because of that, she went to, it's because I'm fat. So she was being manipulative. Yes. Yeah, very manipulating. So this is confession from the UC Berkeley. Oh oh my God. Oh my God. Listen to this shit. I am financially not the same as my boyfriend and it's beginning to bother me. My family makes triple his family's money. My mom is is a position six ranks higher at the same company as his dad. I'm coming here to Cali on OOS tuition. Whatever that is. I guess OOS is like self-pay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But hold on. Okay. Um, he's at the state school getting financial aid. We own seven properties. His family only has two. And that's just our families. I work and make quite a bit of money. So I've been able to buy him upscale gifts. But he's only bought me. He only bought me a $30 present on Valentine's Day. And I'm still upset about it. And oh. not even on time because he had to wait for it to go on sale. I have an internship this summer that's uh, probated, probated, hold on, it keeps, my phone is like so fucked up right now, it's like all over the place. Okay. Um, where did it go? I don't know. Oh, here it is. Get your shit together, Jamie. Okay. That's probated at his, his dad's yearly salary. He has no internship. He's a good guy. He's, he's the right cat. Cast? He's of the right cast. He is an o- he has an OK major, but I resent him for not being able to spoil me. I want to have something to show off. I don't want to be disappointed with Azale's ring down the road. <gasps> right. And you know that got me, right? 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Tell everybody what happened at the pub. Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta tell them what you did. So oh Saturday I got a little shitty. Like I got a lot of shitty. Let's just say that. Like I had a lot of fireball. I was having a great time. I was being um what fire Paco calls the fireball monster. <laughs> <laughs> And my friend Joe was there, and she has a tendency to get me all fired up. Oh, yeah, she does, doesn't she? Joe gets me fired up. Like, when we're together, it's like, yeah, yeah. And we get all, like, like teenage boy fired up. And I, I got to stop that. Like, she got to stop that when I'm drunk. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I was fed up with Paco, and I went to the pool room. <laughs> I was fed up with Paco. I went into the pool room, and I was like, David Madison. And he was like, whoa. This was at the pub you were yes. doing this? I said, David Winston Madison, I'm tired of your shit. I'm not playing with you no more. He <gasps> was like, okay, fireball monster. And I was like, okay, I'm going home and I'm packing my shit. And he was like, oh, yeah? Where are you going? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just packing my winter stuff and I'm going to put it into Lester's room. Because we need more room in our area. And he was like, that's what I thought. <laughs> so... I go out, back out, and I'm minding my own business, and I'm having a good time, and I'm popping around with Sharon and Wes, and this Fitz stands up and claps, and he's like, oh, we got a bride in the building, we got a bride in the building, and I turn around and look, and she looks beautiful. Like, she was beautiful. Yeah. Like, her dress was amazing. It was all sparkly and pretty. Like, she walked in the door, and I was like, oh, she's so pretty. So then I was angry, and I stomped back to the pool room again, and I was like, you. He was like, what? I was like, there's a bride here, and I fucking hate her. And it's your fault. <laughs> he was like, you hate her? I said, yes. Yes, I fucking hate her, because why is she good enough, and I'm not good enough, and oh, no. I'm tired of playing around with you. And oh, it was like quarter to one. God. It was about quarter to one when that happened. So, Paco went and paid the tab. I bet he did. No, actually, I paid the tab, and it was like $80. Yeah, and I was like, can you give me cash for a tip? Please. And he was like, here you go, babe. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> so next thing you know, Joe's got me by the hand. Like, we're holding hands like this, hand in hand. Yeah. And we're walking out to the car. Okay. And I was like, I want to smoke. She was like, I want to smoke. And so we stood out there and smoked. And Paco and Kai, her husband, come out. And me and Kai have a secret handshake we were trying to perfect, which was probably dumb because I was drunk and I almost fell over. Oh but my anyway, god! Okay. Joe ended up walking me to the car hand in hand, putting me in the car and buckling me up in the seatbelt. That's how drunk I was. Oh my god! That's how drunk I was. I did not know it was to this. Uh, you told me a little bit about what happened, but I didn't know it was oh, all of that. And the whole time I'm screaming at this man, I fucking am tired of your shit, <gasps> and he never even mentioned it, like. We got home, he was like, baby, you ready for bed? Gave me kisses. Like. Nuh-uh. Yeah, he's like, fireball monster, can I go away now? I was like, yeah. He oh, thought it was funny. He kept laughing at me. He was like, you're so funny when you're mad. <laughs> but I really wasn't mad, mad. But, like, that girl walked in oh. her wedding dress. And I felt so bad because I really hated her. She never did nothing You don't really hate me. No. No. That didn't sound very convincing originally. You were like, no, 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 you're fine. Like, I'm ready for this one. It didn't yeah. catch me off guard while I had 17 shots of fucking fireball. 
All right, so should we not let you have Fireball at the wedding? Oh, no, you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> But anyway, so this bitch, this bitch-ass hoe right here is like, I don't want a Zales ring. I would take a fucking Walmart ring. I know. I would take a fucking bubblegum machine ring at this yeah. point. Just put it on my motherfucking finger. I know. Yeah, I feel you on that one. I- I'm the same way. I'm not like that where I'm like, um... I don't want to put it like, oh, it's got to be this and that. They have some really neat. Oh, I think I just hit the mic. Sorry about that. But um, they have some really neat Morganite rings. Like if you can't afford like huge diamonds, they have Morganite, which looks what? just like a diamond. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is a Morganite? Yeah. And I mean, you can get like these stunning rings that are like Morganite. And it's like for people like us, you're like, you know, you don't maybe necessarily have a whole lot of money. There's right. not a whole lot of budget, but you can get, like, Morganite instead. And I even told him, like, at first I was like, I want something pink. Well, Paco, Paco fucking does things like, I was like, babe, you know, we were talking about something and I was like, God, I just cut the hell off my finger. What are you doing over here? I was trying to get my glasses. They fell on the floor and I just smushed my finger into this thing. Ow. Danielle's over here beating herself up. I know. I'm like, I dropped my glasses on the floor, so I went to go grab them, and instead I just broke my finger. Okay, anyway. But, but, like, we'll be watching something on TV, and I'll be like, and I'll mention something about a ring, and he'll be like, do you have a million dollars? And I was like, no, I don't need a million dollar ring, and he'll say things Do you have a million lives? Because you're about to lose the only one you have. Right, and then he'll be like, but you're worth a million dollars. And of course... You know, oh, Joe just said he's got to re- rehome, like, Gigi's dogs. Oh, no. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. So, like, he says things to get him out of trouble, but, like, I'm still ready for it. And, <laughs> and it comes out worse when I'm drunk. Oh, my God. I didn't know you did that at the pub. I mean, you told me a little bit about it, but I had no idea you went into the room where I mean, people, I other people were. I was like, I'm tired of your shit. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, he still loves me. Oh, my God. Anyway, so what else do you got on there for, like, uh, mean girl? Oh, or, like, I, nice I, mean girl? Nice toxicity? I just can't get back into that one. So we, oh, you won't come up? No. No, it won't come back up. So I have a World News Daily Report. We got a few to pick from. Well, hold on. I got this one for the Pride flag that I really want to read. Okay. Yes, because I, I, we're loving that. Yeah. I really enjoy when people sort of find ways to get around something. So anyway, there is this couple in Wisconsin, and I think a lot of us have heard about it now. It's kind of, they went viral almost immediately. As some of you may and may not know, June is Pride Month. Yes, it is. So yay for that. Pride. Happy Pride Month. Um, But I guess this one couple lives in Wisconsin, and they live in a neighborhood that has like an HOA that has very specific um, rules on what kind of flags you can fly and all that kind of stuff. So to be clear... Like, even during the Black Lives Movement, they wouldn't allow those flags either. They just didn't want to cause an uproar in the neighborhood. Some people were for it. Some people were against it. Whatever that may be. They just, they wanted not to have any issues going right. into it. So, they are, across the board, they don't let you do those. Well, these people put up, like, their flag, their pride flag, and they made them take it down. So, the way they got around it was they found a loophole in the HOA, which said you're allowed to have landscape lighting. So, they changed their landscape lighting to rainbow colors. So, now the whole house is lit up. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. So, they lit up the entire house and they said that they went through the rules and they noticed that removable lights are permitted without restrictions. So, they bought six colored floodlights and they washed their house in pride colors and it was a little less subtle than our simple flag. 
<laughs> makes it a little less subtle. Those HOA people are like, fuck. Yeah, and I just thought that was really cute. And Foiled um, again. Well, it was Memo or Mimo Ficino and his husband Lance Meyer. And it was their home and they were the ones who lit it up. And I just wanted to say, you know, hey, guys, congratulations getting around it and being able to show your pride. Right. Um, the only thing that I kind of felt weird about was, okay, so they got Pride Month and the, but they weren't allowed to do Black Lives Matter. And it kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, some people were really, you know, they were really, um, you know, behind that movement. You know, they wanted to show their support. So it was like they didn't get to do it because, you know what I mean? So I kind of feel weird about that. But at the same time, I'm glad that these guys were able to find a way around it and, you know, support their community. Let me put right. it that way. I don't, I think HOAs or A's are fucking dumb. Um, to I, a certain extent. No, I do. I don't, I think that if you own your house, you should be able to paint it whatever color you want. You should be able to put whatever the fuck you want in your yard. If that is your fucking parcel of land that you've spent your hard-earned money on, then you got to go find one that doesn't have one. Oh. So HOAs were supposed to be put in place so that things would be uniform and you, you know, you don't have trash coming in. So originally HOAs were for like, you know, the people that come in and put like, you know, cars on blocks in the front of the yard right. and like they don't take care of things and all that stuff. They wanted the community to act like a community and everybody be held to a certain standard, which in essence, it can be a good thing because that makes sure that your property values stay on point. It means that, you know, you're not going right. to see a bunch and of bullshit from your neighbors. HOA, do that. Deed restricted. I mean, those do are that. things that you like, know. No cars, no dead tags in, on your cars. And don't put your cars in blocks in the front yard. Like, simple things like that. But as far as, like, the decorations or the color you paint your house or being able to have a pool, I don't think that's anybody's business. If you bought that land, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Well, there was a huge dispute at this one place called Parkside. And it's, like, a really upscale neighborhood down in... Um, Middletown. Right. So there was a man who got this big gold eagle statue. Okay. And he was a Marine or something like that. And so he got this statue. It was beautiful. It cost tons of money. And he put it in the yard and it was, it was beautiful. There was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't tacky. I mean, it, it, you know, for all intents and purposes, it was what it was. And the HO had a fit and wanted him to take it down. And I have no idea what ended up happening with it, but... I was like, well, damn, man, like, you didn't even get a statue. And it was, like, this big gold eagle, but it was... Right, and it shouldn't be... It was be, neat. Like, you should be able to put any decoration you want in your yard. But it was against the HOA rules, against having statues and whatnot, and he put it up oh, there, and they made, I think they made him take it down, but it was, like, a whole thing. And those are some rich-ass <laughs> people down there in Parkside, most of it anyway. They have, like, million-dollar houses, estate homes over there. I fucking love Parkside. On a letter note. <laughs> on a letter note that's not going to piss me off. Because I hate when people have to t- tell me what I can and can't do. She's got oppositional defiance disorder. I sure the fuck do. <laughs> and I'll defy you too. It is time for a World News Daily Report where the facts don't fucking matter, people. <laughs> we gotta get that. We have to get that sound and somehow. True. true <laughs> straight from the net fashion. <laughs> another story about not to put your dick in things people <laughs> we haven't had one of those in a while and we felt like it was getting too classy for you so we had to right? just, we had to dull that down and guess little. where it happened where florida oh well not really because it's a fake news site yeah but anyway florida teenager lying in critical in critical condition after inserting his genitals inside of a blowfish <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 17-year-old Eduardo Ramirez Maria Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my father. I could avenge his death or whatever the hell they call it. Whatever he Why said. is his name Maria? Anyway. 
was rushed to the Daytona Beach Medical Center after suffering from breathing complications. Daytona. I love Daytona. Um, breathing complications, cramps, diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting. The young man later revealed to medical staff that he had an allergy to the fish that he had been in contact with, a living blowfish. Wow. Yes. I was told not to eat fish since I'm allergic. I was never told I could not I could suffer an allergic reaction just by putting my penis inside of one. Eduardo <laughs> told him, reporters, Dr. O- Dr. Alan Phelps at Daytona Beach Medical Center explained that the allergic reaction to the fish was triggered when the young man's genitals were inserted into the blowfish's mouth. Oh my gosh. Uh... Inserting your genitalia inside a dead or living fish is not advised for people who are sensitive to seafood. Mm. <laughs> Dr. Alan Phelps of the Daytona Medical Center just explained, The incident occurred after his friends, the friends of him, of Montez, had dared him to insert his genitals inside of the living animal. Mm. After making him believe that blowfish would perform fellatio on him because that's why they're <gasps> called blowfish. Stop it. Shut up. My son was told by his friends that blowjobs and blowfish were linked together somehow and being a teenager, I guess he thought it was it all made sense. Oh, his God. mother Maria Montez. Oh, he's named after his mom. Uh-huh. Told reporters, and oh, she told reporters laughingly. Eduardo Montez's mother says her son has learned a valuable lesson and hopes other teenagers will refrain from such activities as her son. In 2017, a similar event occurred after a scuba diver enthusiast was hospital hospitalized for a similar allergy after attempting to insert his genitals inside the blowhole of a humpback whale. Shut up! Oh and my god. That is the end of that, people. You are fucking welcome. Oh, it's been so long. It has been, and they did not disappoint. But once again, don't stick your dick in things. So if you've stuck dick in things, no. <laughs> That's where we're at at this point. Take us home, Jamie. It's 57. Oh, so if you've ever stuck your dick into a living animal or a dead animal, please let us know. Don't tell Danielle. Just write me directly. Um, you can find me at um, on Facebook at Jamie Hullable. That's my name. You can find me there if you want to email me that because Danielle doesn't like that type of stuff. But you can find us at at Straight From The Net on Facebook. You can also find us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories. We'd love to hear any suggestions that you have for us. We'd love to, you know, make this more, you know, what you guys want. Tell us what you want so we can give that to you. We're also going to tell you about all our platforms and remind you of the time change. Yes. So uh, we're on... Well, oh god yeah i, I it kind of changed how i felt this is the first time i had to do it we're on daytime new york radio that's right the wmld the hudson the voice of hudson valley radio has put us on on every friday at 10 a.m from now on and if you miss it that's okay because they're gonna play us again on saturday at seven which is probably where asses belong right <laughs> at nighttime <laughs> and if you miss it again that's okay because i'm gonna upload you know this show to our uh, platforms which is soundcloud spotify TuneIn radio ipodcast itunes stitcher and google play music with more to come yeah it's basically um all the the platforms that have podcasts at this point like you i can, think so you can find point, us yeah. on pretty much everything now i think so which is bullshit because if you can find us on anywhere why are we getting paid no, well, you gotta just hang in there. I'm telling you, our time is coming. Tell your friends. You know, tell something them. weird happened, and this is what I want to tell you. So I have, like, I'm one of those weird, I don't know, it's like, 
I don't know. I'm like, I'm a weirdo. So I kind of believe that the universe gives me like messages. Uh-huh. I'm like really big on that. And I usually do it with time. Right. With numbers. With numbers. Yeah. And so lately I've been getting like two, three, four, one, two, uh-huh. three, da, da, da. Like it's like that, those specific numbers and it's all the time. And I keep hitting them like all the time or two, 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 four, 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 that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So I guess I was kind of coming to like this sort of crossroads again. And I'm always asking because I'm always afraid I'm going to do something that like I really shouldn't be spending my time on. I should be going somewhere else. And I was like, I really needed like a sign from the universe. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm getting ready to start school again and all this stuff. So I'm like, I need a sign. I need a sign. And it was like the very next day I got a thing from Louis saying he's moving us because there's like this opening and he thinks we're going to be perfect for it. It's a better slot for us. And nice. all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. But then, you know, you do that thing that us humans do where we're like, well, wait a second. Was that a sign or was that always going to happen? You know what I mean? Like you you ask for a sign and then doubt the sign. Universe, you get what you put out. Well, I just thought it was really interesting. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, was it a sign? Was it not a sign? And God's probably like smacking himself in the head. Like, why do I waste my time on this? Like, why? Why? Yeah. I mean, I give her the goddamn sign. Sky Daddy gets it more than her. (laughs) I know. Like, I give her the sign and she doesn't listen. But anywho, catch us on Friday at 10 o'clock. If not, we'll remind you guys. Until then, we'll see you next time. Bye.